This week on the Uninteresting Car Show, we talk about cannibalizing a Ford Focus electric car. Some game we found online that's free. No, it's not an ad, but you should honestly check it out. Future projects. And we shit on Nissan for a disproportionate amount of time. Enjoy. Alright, David, what have you been doing in quarantine? Uh, not much. Been working, working on my project for a scene design. Nice. But, you know, I was, uh, was playing that game, that little drifting game on the... Oh, the Hashiraya Drifter how, thing? However you pronounce that. It's yeah. amazing. That drifting yeah. game. One of, the, one of the cars you can purchase, like, with real money... Super, it's twenty dollars. Oh my god! Which I'm like, what? It's a Veilside RX-7. Why? I, I know. Like, why is that one the most? And also, why would it? Who would ever purchase it? Although I did go online and I saw that some people were playing with it. Yes, I've maybe seen people. it was like Joe Broken. I, I don't really know how they got it. If they paid twenty dollars for it, Jesus Christ! Good on them. Stop. <laughs> it is a really good game, though. I don't know if anyone's. It's called like Hashi Raya Drift, which is like H A. S-H-I-R-I-Y-A, something like that. It's on the App Store and the Google Play Store, but it's um, it's really cool because... It's fun. It's well, free. Yeah, it's, it's free. It's honestly a really good, like... It's one of the only, only mobile games I, like, like. It's yeah. fun. It's really easy. It's like a drifting car game. They've got a lot of, you know, JDM stuff. It's only JDM it's stuff. It's only Japanese There's cars. Yeah. nothing that is anything, like... Slightly not. It's they do engine swaps in that game. Yes, and I'm like you. You have all these engines, and they're all. It's like drifting, yeah. and it's like the most famous engine swap for drifting is an LS, and there's no LS. Yes, no, yeah, because it would fucking squash the competition. <laughs> but I was gonna say you're right. All the engines are also yeah Japanese. All of them are Japanese because it's like they just pull them from the cars. Because yeah. I think I made an eight six with like the four hundred horsepower. VQ, but the one from the R35 GTR that's like twin turbo, and then I cranked yeah. it up to like 560 horsepower, which is I yes. think the maximum you can do in that game. But I know some drift cars may have even more and stuff like that. But it's a really fun game. The good thing is, and I showed David this too, is uh, there's some there's some accounts that have gotten bigger now. Is because no one can go out because a lot of the US is under lockdown basically. As they're doing, they're hosting car meets in the game. Yeah, because it's a mobile game that's free and. Um, it has an online portion to it. People are basically just going into these maps with like, where it's like a parking lot, and then mm-hmm. you can just join it with a room code. They'll put it on like Instagram or something. You can join it at X time. It's honestly really cool. Yeah. Because there was some guy that I followed uh, who had it. I was like, okay, I'll join this. And then I took uh, screenshots, and then I like sent it to him, and he posted them, yeah. and he like tagged me. I was like, ah, hell yeah! Like, just like really cool random <laughs> stuff like that. And but then I made show cars in it too. But I think. That game, the only thing it needs is more cars. Yeah. More cars, a few more maybe engine options, but... Yeah. It's honestly really good. It's really good for what it is. I was kind of surprised, because it, like, maybe the UI is not, doesn't quite have that polish, and so I always expect kind of like a shitty experience, but the driving's honestly really fun. Yeah. I I wouldn't say realistic, but it's fun. Yeah, it's easy. It's like an easy game to pick up, learn, kind of get into it and play, and it's like, it's very, like... It's a good mobile game, but I think it's a fairly new game, which you can kind of tell, but it, even so, it's like it's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty fun. But um, anyway, where I was going with this, the, yeah. I saw that Veilside RX-7, and I was like, I've seen Veilside RX-7s multiple times. It's, it's like a famous kit, right? But I'm like, I've never really heard of Veilside outside of that. And so yeah. I googled Veilside, what do they make? 
course, they make a bunch of body kits. They started out making other stuff. I think like engine performance shit. Yeah. And um, but yeah, they they basically like their biggest division is probably making like body kits for various vehicles. And I looked at them. Some of them look pretty cool, but I think the most standout one is probably the RX-7 still. But I don't know. It was just interesting because I've heard that name several times, but I never yeah. really learned about it. But I think I also saw they had merch on their store. Really? And, yeah, yeah. And it's funny because it's um, well, their like line of like body um, body kits is called Fortune. Mm-hmm. So, but they have this like windbreaker. It says Veil Sight on it, and there's like a Japan in the background, and it said Fortune favors the brave. I'm like, that's kind of that's fucking really cool. Sick. Dude, it was really neat. I was like, this, this is some cool merch, and it's very like niche or pretty niche like car culture merch, yeah. and it's from the company. But the thing is, it's in yen. The thing, I don't know how you would order it here. Yeah, if you, they do international shipping, but that that'd be really cool. Also, right now, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know how long it'd take. I don't know. Just, just a fun thing. I, I saw that and I was like, oh, that'd be fun. I, I'd like some Veilside merch. That's really cool. That's fun. Well, you know the one from the games from Tokyo Drift, right? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was like, make sure you made that connection. Yeah. Like, most oh, of the ones in that game are, like, Tokyo Drift skins that are, yeah. you have to pay money for it. And oh, I've seen absolutely. some of them, and I'm like, a free game, why'd you spend 20 bucks, or whatever the hell it is, yeah. on that? I mean, they're probably doing really well now, especially with the, the virus going around, like, people are doing that kind of stuff. I've seen yeah. a lot of those other accounts, like, crop up recently, I was like, hey, it's cool. Mm-hmm. And, like, honestly, they have the, they have a surprising amount of serve and stuff like that, but I digress. No, that's what cool. I, yeah, that's... <laughs> What? There's one map that you have to pay for yes. with, with like the in-game credits. Yeah. Um, in that game, and it's kind of a little more pricey, but it's not that crazy. Yeah. But it's definitely achievable. But I always race on that one because it's like one, it's a nicer track, and I feel like I'm part of the bourgeoisie because I'm, you know, <laughs> on the only paid. Yeah, the paid, you know, the quote, paid unquote map. thing. So. No, that one's great. Yeah, I think I unlocked that one too, and I was like, oh, it's actually like worth unlocking that yeah. map, whatever it is. That's probably just. I was just thinking, like, just. We can make a game video with that. Us just screen record our phones and <laughs> playing. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. That'd actually work. That'd be something to do. Because we're just trying to come up with other content to do while we're sort of Absolutely. preoccupied with being indoors. Yeah, I didn't think like we'd that. be talking about a mobile game for so long. I didn't either. I really, I genuinely like don't like mobile games that I don't much. either. I hate them. But uh, yeah, they and they're filled with ads. This one is too. The, yeah. the full screen ads kind of suck, but it, it's a good game. And you can pay like three bucks to remove them. So yeah, I think whatever. so. I think I did that because Google gave me a credit or something. And I was like, well, it's not enough to buy anything. I might end up doing that too. I'm not sure. It's cool. Yeah. And it's it's a definitely a game worth getting. Again, we've talked this long about it probably because it's a decent game. It's fun. It's not as good as Test Drive Unlimited 2, which I've been talking about for... Actually, no, sorry. It's not as good as... Okay, Dave and I were talking earlier and, like, going through, like, racing games and stuff we played. Mm-hmm. But uh, we I, we might do a video on it. We might do something like that. But the game Test Drive Unlimited, that's, like... It's a long series of games. It, it, it turned into, like, The Crew and those series. I think you've seen those come out. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, it's just, yeah. like, an open-world driving game. But we were talking about that. And then I remember that Need for Speed exists... As a series, and I think my favorite one is still Need for Speed Carbon. That's just a like slight thing, but I think that's still like the best game ever. Mm-hmm. Even though there's no like no online component and stuff like that, but whatever. Which kind of brings me into like what I've been doing th- in quarantine, which is just playing a lot of automation. Which yeah. y'all saw a video before, and I was gonna say I know I made fun of you for like practicing or whatever last <laughs> time, but like I've done the same kind of thing, and I've made like 
we we mentioned on one of these uh, records that we were gonna do kind of like a uh, you know like a modern Crown Vic or like a modern take on the body on frame like just yeah. kind of utility car for everything. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I ended up making one like last night, and yeah. then I took it. And I was like, let me refine it, and then I made a little, yeah. and then I made like a police version of it and stuff uh-huh. like that. And I was like, I know exactly what I'm gonna do now. So we knew, we'll record that. Soon. That'd be fun. I think that's a cool episode too. I want to put on more limitations on that one for cost, for cost yeah. and like reliability. Service. Yeah, reliability. Yeah. There you go. I think. Having, I just don't know what figures to put yet because I haven't played that game enough, and so I don't know yeah. what's reasonable. Um, we can create like maybe like a test one with like a pretty standard engine and kind of standard components, and then uh-huh. set that maybe plus a little more for like the reliability and for the cost. I'm not sure, but yeah, we can see. There's parameters in that game. It's I think, a very very involved game. Yeah, I think the limitations for that one should be you know like the ladder frame, uh, um, front engine rear wheel drive. Maybe not even, but probably front engine rear wheel drive. Yeah. And then, like, a four-door for a seat. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. Which would be pretty easy to do, yeah. So we'll definitely, we'll work on that. Yeah, that'd be fun. I was going to say, another thing I did in quarantine, I ran into a door yesterday at full Mm -hmm. speed. That's what I've been doing in quarantine. Just your human body ran into it. Yeah, it's my human body. Not, like, in a car or anything. Okay. (laughs) Well, because when I was, okay. I have a huge bruise, like, on my knee. Whoa. Okay, so here's well, what... The, the coloration's not that crazy, but the size it is hurts. large. So here's what I did. This is unrelated to cars completely. I okay. just thought I was like, it's eh, something relatable. I was at someone else's house. Um, we both went on quarantine, so I went over there to like, you know, like do homework or something like that. And then, um, anyway, while we were there, we were trying to um, basically demonstrate for this dude who had never seen the movie Risky Business, okay. where it's like the scene where he slides into the door and is like, you know, just uh-huh. like in the... So what happened was like... There's an office next to the front door, kind of perpendicular, and I, I was like, oh yeah, it's it's like this, let me show you, and I ran out of the room, and then I ran back, and the thing is, I was wearing, like, boots, mm-hmm. and they have rubber soles, and it was a hardwood floor, so instead of sliding, they just stuck, and I just went full force <laughs> out of the door, and I hit my shoulder, my arm, my ribs, my knee really hard, and God then I damn. bounced back, it was horrible, but that's that's what I've been doing in quarantine, because my brain is just mush, you gotta that's keep, fine. You know, you- <laughs> You gotta stay busy. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, that's how we stay busy. Whatever. America's gonna change after this, but we'll see what happens. Oh, absolutely. I, I hope it makes more people work at home. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. It's just like it moves like a lot of the work. Because the companies are like, well, it seems to work out. So yeah, we'll they're making it work. There. They're making it work. And the other thing is, like, I, I can get around some of the places that have the carryout stuff. Uh-huh. Not like just takeout, but it's like, yeah, here, we'll just bring it to your car door. Yeah. Kind of convenient. It's kind like kind of convenient, but it's also like, why don't you just go inside? Like, it really doesn't it change that much. Few seconds, yeah. But some of those places, I'm like, eh, yeah, we could keep that. Something I was looking at was like, um, like electric car conversions mm-hmm. and how that would go about. And I'm like, you could take the drivetrain out of a Tesla, right? That's like yeah. a good drivetrain. Um, you could also take the drivetrain out of many other cars, mm-hmm. and some might be cheaper than others. You can also take probably what the best thing to do if you want a lot of customizability and want to be able to like quote unquote possibly tune your engine the most is to get motors that are made to be put yeah in diy electric cars yeah. but those are often also really expensive yeah but i was like what's something non-tesla drivetrain where you don't have to basically like take their ecu and use their ecu mm-hmm. that you could possibly use and mess around with and convert to like an electric car i was looking a leaf drivetrain perhaps but it's like a hundred horsepower yeah but it's electric horsepower so it's like because of the torque and how the band is very you know yeah smooth and stuff it, it, if i've told it 
it feels like more horsepower than what it is. Mm-hmm. But also something I found the uh, electric focus makes like 140 horsepower. Really? And I'm like, 140 is not a lot, right? Yeah. But if you put that in like a Miata or another light car. Or like, like the that, Beetle or a Beetle, something. A Beetle, like an old Golf. or Yeah, yeah something like, like that. An old car, yeah. That would be really cool. Because yeah. it would have plenty of power. 140 is plenty. It would have more than enough torque. It'd be really fun. Yeah. And you could get it from like focus, whole focuses, whole electric focuses. I've seen them go for like seven grand or something. Yeah, not ridiculous. I mean, a lot. You probably wouldn't want to buy a whole one. I'd probably buy like a wrecked one or something. Like if you got like a rolled one at a co park, yeah, or something yeah, like yeah. That for I think on that'd be really crazy. And you just take that whole drivetrain, and it looks. I've tried looking up like the motor unit. Uh-huh. It looks like almost like a transmission that you'd put in a front wheel drive car. Oh, and I'm really? thinking, of course, take some fabrication, take some engineering, but you could probably put that kind of where a differential would sit in a real wheel drive car or something yeah. like that. And then have those half shafts run to the or wheels. Could... And it might be really neat. I just yeah. haven't seen it happen before. Um, but I feel like that'd be really cool. Well, I was going to say, if it is like a transverse front engine type of setup, which it, I mean, it's in a focus, like that's kind of even yeah. the leaf, it's that kind of thing. It's, yeah. You could just do what they did for like the Fiero and the MR2, which is mm-hmm. if they basically move to the back and then pin Absolutely. the steering so it can't move. And then that's, you just, if it's Actually, flat enough, you can put it in the back almost anything. You yeah. can put it in an MR2. Although that would be cool. That would be really cool, especially the old one because they don't weigh anything. Yes. Yeah. And that kind of thing, or any of those older cars. And yeah, Fiero, MR2, put that engine in the only one thing of those like transverse like that. I yeah. think that might work really well. I don't know. I don't know the details, but. I could see that being something really cool yeah. for someone to do, yeah. perhaps me, later on. <laughs> it just sounds like a kind of project that I'd be really into. And then if you can make it work longitudinally, like I put it through some kind of drivetrain that can handle it or whatever, yeah. if you give it gears and that kind of thing, then mm-hmm. that could work too. Yeah. There's there's plenty of like conversions out there where you keep the transmission. Yeah. And you keep all of that, and there's like a plate, and you put the motor on. Mm-hmm. That's cool, and it's a really easy way to do it. But I don't think it's good simply because you don't need the gears. No. And so they're just, or you don't need a lot of them. Maybe like two gears you need to max an electric yeah. car. You don't need them. And so they're just using up your power, basically, mm-hmm. just running them. And it's not like an electric motor really weighs that much. Yeah. And so you can put it in the back of a car and it's not going to upset the weight distribution mm-hmm. that much, especially since you're going to need to put the battery somewhere. And then with an electric car, you can really customize your weight distribution because you can put the batteries kind of wherever you want yeah you know and you can then, put them like, in the front where the engine was front, if you, you put, put you know bag you do that yeah put them i don't know wherever you want them and you can really get i feel like your weight distribution on, on point i think at, at one point in my life i think it'd be really cool to do an electric conversion just do on it like now. an older car just do it now do it now yeah i need to look up how much <laughs> the focus direction is really like alluding to because i saw that unit and i was uh-huh. like that looks like you could put that in something yeah that looks like you know, it would fit. It would fit. So I need to see how much that kind of stuff costs. I was going to say, what would you put it in? Because if you wanted to do it just as a technical exercise, you could just get some cheap whatever. Yeah. And then if you wanted to make it like, oh, I don't know, what would you put that? I think a Miata. Put it in something light. A Miata, I think would work Miata well. pretty well. I think an MR2, um, old generation, any yeah. other generations, I think would work well. I think the old one would be cool just because it's like weirder. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then that kind of fits the style of that lunchbox square shape of the MR2. Yeah, I don't know why. It just looks like it maybe it was, could be electric. And then um, 
I think I think like Beetle, a Gia or something, or a Porsche. Though well, I think those are already popular for electric yeah, swaps. I don't know why, what, but yeah, I think it's just because they don't weigh anything. They're simple. Like you know, it's. I mean, the flat four on the back of those is like the simplest engine. Yeah, yeah. let's go with the simplest electric drivetrain, which yeah. is just sticking a motor into the end of the transmission, going there you go, and putting batteries all over it. Mm-hmm. Which is, I know people do that a lot. Um, which looks really funny because they I've seen videos they open up like the the hood on the back and it's mm-hmm. just this is like watermelon shaped thing just stuck into the back of the transaxle electric motors are definitely to look at they're they're not very sexy they're not aesthetically i gotta say that like like combustion engines like they got like like uh um like valve covers that look cool you can see like if it's double overhead cam the humps and like or it'll be like a v-shape and you know, like they'll have all the intake and exhaust. And yeah, they look complex and look really cool. Electromotors do not. I it's just like a it. silver cylinder. Look, a lot of them just look like a cylinder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was gonna say, especially it's like you know, you look at the beat, and that flat floor is so wide. Yeah. It's just like you just see the floor. Yeah. They're just straight through. There's nothing even there. Yeah, but definitely those are cool. And then that's actually I don't know. I'm trying to think of what other stuff you could put it in. I was gonna say like an MG because that's mm-hmm. different. Yeah you, could, yeah, you could even run it through somehow, like from the front, if you wanted to put it through a diff. I don't know. The thing is, the the Focus is meant to work with like, it's it's a front wheel drive setup. Yeah, and so it has like the those half shafts used for like a kind of independent suspension sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So I, th- I don't know how it would work with cars that have. Oh like yeah, a straight it's all one package. Like it's like a K frame thing. Like all front wheel drive has front wheel drive cars usually have where they have like a separate frame that holds everything. That would have been a great thing to do to that like Volkswagen Fox I had, because <laughs> it would be so much more power than it ever made. Yeah, and it would actually probably be pretty cool. That'd be like the full rally thing, and you could put a lot of batteries in it because it's a little wagon mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I was gonna say, okay, speaking of Volkswagen, um, so bit of a story I guess. When I was in high school, um, like I you know I was I wanted to like have like the old car or something. You know I thought Beetles were kind of cool. You know passively whatever. Um, and then my dad actually had one in the 70s for like 20 years or something like that. He had a 71 Super Beetle. So for those who know a ton about it, it's the flat window, you know, McPherson struts in the front, that kind of thing. And he, he went through like a series of like repainting it and like fixing it just throughout its life and stuff like that. But anyway, I was like, oh, that'd be really cool to get, you know, restore. It'd be a daily, you know, I live in a small town. It'd be great for like high school, pet air conditioning in it because it's Texas, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, well, we actually went and got one from a friend of his, like, really super cheap. Um, it We got it running, like, that night, you know, that kind of thing. I drove it around a bunch, and what happened was basically, long story short, um, I was going to start kind of going through restoring it. We bought all the parts for it, uh, and then my mother came in, and she's like, oh, by the way, whenever you, whenever you graduate from high school, she's like, yeah, that's mine. So well, I'll just be taking that. And I was like, okay, cool. So, like, uh, you can have it then now, and I'll do something else. Because, like, I was like, I don't want to do all this work, you know and like then getting nothing out of it so now and i told david about this like just recently but basically it's still sitting at my parents house and i've been hanging around there now because you know we're, we're kind of schools all online doesn't really matter where you are and stuff like that and there's some more free time and we kind of, we're coming up with this sort of plan like i said we have all the parts everything's there we even have paint interior it's all just sitting there it's just never been put together it basically just needs to be put together but i think what we're gonna end up doing and we'll probably put this out on video and stuff on the youtube portion of this um, and we'll probably give you updates once we start getting into it. But the plan is at this point is to kind of you know, film that so we can share it with everyone else. It'll keep us honest, especially me, to like hopefully finish the <laughs> thing because it hasn't been done in forever. And then at the end of it, we got a pretty cool little Beetle, mm-hmm. um, you know, new engine, stuff like that. And we'll have something to drive around. So it'll be just like a Beetle restoration thing. 
fairly mundane, but hey, we've got all the parts. It's something to do, and I think it'd be pretty rewarding at the end of it. Mm-hmm. So we'll hopefully keep you updated with that, but that's that's in the works. We'll see how far we get with it, but hopefully that'll be coming to you soon. Sorry, This is this is a photo of the Focus drivetrain. I just wanted to pull it up so you kind of know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And this is the whole unit, and you see like the shaft just come out, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, that looks like you could put that in something. It's really small, too. It's tiny. It, it's it fits like within the wheel Probably diameter. a little bit bigger than a diff, you know what I mean? I was going to say, you could you can almost put that in the back of a Beetle. I was half thinking mm. that just then. I was like, would we do that to that thing? But I think that's too much fabrication. Especially that's a lot for us right now. Because, okay. yeah, that's a lot for us right now. Also, that car really doesn't... If it had to come apart, because if we had to take the body of the pan mm-hmm. to fix like some rust stuff, then sure, but it doesn't need that. So yeah. I was like, if it was that kind of thing, it could always be worth doing, you know? Mm-hmm. But thus far i think it's probably fine yeah <laughs> i think i think we'll go with the 1600 dual port and all that kind of stuff but i don't know that'd be really cool i don't, I don't know what you'd put that in for that kind of thing i'm just trying to think of like random cars like that to put in what put in an rx piss someone yeah. off <laughs> like an rx8 or something yeah or something like that'd that be that'd be great actually in the first gen rx7 that would be pretty quick and that would be fun. actually yeah, because it's probably about it's probably more power than the thing made. I bet yeah. Could the, you just put a speaker in the front? Was... <laughs> with like a <laughs> audio coding like thing. A, oh, I'd love to do like that. Like a really chappy like, yeah. Twelve B buzzy sound. I just fill the or front just, end with speakers. Just record like a like a swarm of bees and then just play. <laughs> and they're it's like the same sound. You know they they say these sound like bees, but man, they really sound like bees. <laughs> <laughs> you, oh, that'd be great though. I'd love to do that, especially if it was a petrol car. Like you just put something in the throttle pedal with yeah, like yeah. a reduction thing where it'll play it's through like it as bees. though it's like a synth noise. So you yeah. can like a MIDI, you can like sweep up and down so it sounds real. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> and then just put fake gears in it or something like that. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. That'd be put fun. like a fake DCT sound in there. And just go or you, all you out. could even have like when it quote-unquote shifts yeah have the electric motor just like stop pushing for a second like take the power off and then put it back on <laughs> just for a second oh to make it gosh. feel like a shift that'd be oh. hilarious that'd be, it would the, be slower pointless and then people kind of go the only way it'd be it'd be all this work right it'd be all this work for someone to go oh, that's cool <laughs> like, like you know I what mean, I mean they go oh that's that's interesting wow I, the thing <laughs> is if you would try to like I think that would piss people off so much. Oh, Having yeah. a fake engine sound, fake shifts on an electric car, I think people, it's blasphemous, I can't believe you did this. The thing is, that's Which, my favorite thing to do, is to piss people off. No, car that's people. why it'd be so great. <laughs> oh man, that'd be awesome. Uh, what other, I mean, like... Really, genuinely, I think that's the wrong direction. Just let the electric cars be electric, you know? Yeah. But I think that would be really funny. Yeah, it'd be because it'd be it'd be one of those things where it's like, especially for like the first swap, you might kind of make it just like a toy until uh-huh. if you want to make a daily out of it, you might want to do it one time first and then yeah. you know really do it again. Or even if you just get it right on the first car, you got a nice car. But the things that would be that also be a really cool commuter thing because think mm-hmm. about it, you just plug it in at night. Oh, yeah. it, the car is you know if you put it in something that weighs less because I know that thing weighs a ton. That focus, focus is heavy. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I mean, it only gets like a hundred miles range, and it's a I focus. I it, yeah. So. And it's the hatchback, and it's it's weighty. I'll, I'll look at and it. I, but... Yeah, I imagine a lot of that's the batteries, which, you know, you could kind of almost put any batteries with it, I'm pretty sure, mm-hmm. if you just get something uh, different. I'm pretty sure if you make, just, you guys just gotta make the volt, make sure the volt is just correct, and it can provide enough amperage that battery pack. Yeah. 
But a lot of people do like Tesla battery packs or they make their own Tesla battery packs. I've seen by, that, yeah. Because Tesla battery packs, right now they don't, they make their own batteries. But uh-huh. before they used to, um, they used to get laptop batteries because those are competitively priced. And so, you know, they can buy a lot of them and they're pretty high quality batteries. And so it's like these, they look kind of like double A's, but they're bigger and they're LiPo. Um, and they basically just line up them in a row and then take strips of metal and spot weld yeah. like a bunch of them together and it create this pan yeah. and that's how Tesla's do it. They have like this pan yeah. on the bottom of battery and it keeps their rate distribution, like their weight balance really low. Um, but people do that themselves. You can buy laptop batteries and mm-hmm. just like make it yourself yeah um for pretty cheap especially i've seen people do this one guy i think he did an electric conversion on a vw bus mm-hmm. um and he made his own but he would purchase off of ebay broken laptop batteries really and usually apparently what he said and a lot of these broken laptop batteries it's a few because they have a bunch of these cells in them maybe like 10 cells or uh-huh. whatever probably less i don't even know but so it'll be one of the units that's out yeah but it makes the whole pack not work really and so he take the re- he tests them take the all test all these batteries and you buy a bunch of like broken ones and then he would create his own array I mean, really a lot of work right but it's and you have to test them and you know cheap. you're buying used parts but talk about like a cheap electric conversion yeah yeah and if you do it right it's, it's really not gonna cool. be like ghetto like if you know what you're doing it's yeah, gonna yeah. be nice you just it's, have to get tesla to that point. uses it i mean I it's, not, yeah, like, it's you know if it's good enough for tesla it's good enough for, <laughs> good enough for me <laughs> right for me. So. i was just saying you could put a, you could put that front clip in like a honda crx or something like that because mm-hmm. it's that 80s little honda yes i know it's a honda but it looks cool <laughs> they're front wheel drive and like the original ones made like oh man like 50 horsepower or something is really yeah. tiny if you get the original and they're tiny mm-hmm. and that would be that'd be something you could almost like take to a drag strip but that's also one of those things fun. i really like on the thing of electric cars is I know Tesla's. Everyone knows Tesla's. Even the slow ones are pretty quick. You know, yeah. they're they're oh, yeah. akin to like a petrocar with like three hundred fifty horsepower or something mm-hmm. like that. Like the you know, especially with the weight. So the cool thing is, it's like you know, you're in traffic, and say if you do it to a CRX or whatever, you're doing forty five or whatever. You have to like dive out to like get you know, like you have to switch lanes, whatever, to the stopped lane to like pick up speed real quick. It'll just go like that. Mm-hmm. Like it'd be great because people are like, what is that? Like what was that? And it's like, just like yeah, <laughs> it just wafts away into yeah. the like distance. That reminds me a lot of GM. Like I'm sure you've seen their they're like rebranding Hummer as like a. Uh, you know, an EV type thing because they're trying to, you know, really? redo the image of that. And well, they're supposed to come out. It's not going to be its own brand anymore. This is kind of car news. This has been out for a while now. I know they talked about it during the Super Bowl. I don't think any official images have been released, but they're really trying to get into EV stuff. And then um, basically, they're coming out with a. It's a truck that's electric, kind of like that Rivian truck or like the Cybertruck competitor, kind of that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Comp- competitor with those. It's going to be sold as a GMC, I think, Hummer. Mm-hmm. But basically, Hummer's like an electric sub-brand now it may turn into a full brand we'll, we'll see in time because okay. eventually theoretically all cars are going to be electric mm. that are not you know depending you know in however many years time so we'll see how that goes but for now it's going to be that kind of thing but i was just thinking of like what cadillac would do because they do you remember when they had that elr no okay do you remember the chevy volt yeah that yeah. car's still out basically yeah. cadillac took that thing made it into a coupe it's the same underpinnings. They're mm-hmm. really cool if you can find them. And nowadays they're super cheap because no one bought them new because they were too expensive. But I think those are like really, really cool. Like if you wanted a cool kind of daily that has a nice interior, gets good gas mileage because they all have range extenders. Like, you know, you can mm-hmm. fill them up with gas and it, instead of, you know, it charges the batteries, doesn't drive the engine. Yeah. It's not like a Prius. It's different. 
but this that whole thing. They're really, really cool, yeah. And they were supposed to be like a sporty <laughs> alternative to be eco. But they were just so expensive new, no one ever bought them. Yeah, but, wow, that's very interesting. And actually, my mom went to a Cadillac dealership because she was like, when she went on that tangent of like, oh, I want to drive, I want like a, I want a CTS, or like, I want an ATS, like, mm. you know, because she's like about to retire or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, I get it. But we went there and I asked the guy and I was like, how often does one of those come through? And he was like, honestly, there's a fair, not a lot, but he's like, there's more people who come in and ask about them and ask the dealers to find them one than you'd think. Hmm. Because the thing is, I think it's one of those things where even though it's a Cadillac, it's only a handful of years old. They all have super low miles because no one drove them. No one bought them new and they're hard to find. It's like, yeah, I think they're like 10 grand. Like ten to fifteen grand what? for you know, which you know, Cadillac. They're cool. kind of akin to like Genesis. They're actually having been in some of the newer ones. They're actually like on a really good path. Like I really like what they're doing mm. um, with some of that. They've really turned it around. But it's like, it's really impressive that you can get that kind of car from there. But I don't know what they'll do in the future. I don't know if they're gonna do electric stuff. But I was just thinking now on that. Have you heard about Cadillac's Blackwing V8 that they developed? I think you've told me about it. Because I, I know I mentioned it one time because, again, we were at the dealership and I don't know what they're going to put it in. I don't know what their plans are exactly because they're redoing their lineup. So the ATS is now the like CT4, the CTS is a CT5, and then their big sedan is a CT6, which is kind of like, you know, BMW 357 series, same kind of thing. And then mm-hmm. the SUVs, who cares? Same kind of number, <laughs> yeah. state, you know, whatever. Yeah. They're all, the, all the SUVs are just like Chevys that have redone, but Cadillacs all have their own chassis. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of them are based on Camaros, but... I think that's a good chassis. It doesn't really matter. It's yeah. all GM stuff. However, this V8 is Cadillac only. Because mm-hmm. usually, you know, they just take an LS, put it in there with a supercharger, and yeah. it's like, it, it's a GM engine, but it's a Cadillac, but, mm-hmm. you know, they own Cadillac, so it's this, but it's bespoke to Cadillac. But it's one of those things where, here's what I'm hoping. I hope it doesn't turn out like the North Star V8. Let's pray. That Let's thing <laughs> sucked so badly, but yes. whatever. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. However, I think they're... Like I said, I think they're to a point where they're past that, but it's a twin Four, turbo. Yeah. I think it's a 4.4. Mm-hmm. Makes an insane amount of power. I think it's like five or 600 horsepower. And it's really cool. And what I heard, I or what I read somewhere is that they said, oh, well, they're going to put that in the new uh, Corvette. But the problem is it won't fit. So what I'm wondering really? is like, do you remember the, I don't remember what the name was, but do you remember when they took the, the Corvette C6 came out, but the mm-hmm. old C5, which was the last like flip up headlight ones at like 2000. Mm-hmm. They then took that and updated it a little bit, and then they turned it into that convertible Cadillac thing. The, Do you remember that? The, and they put the North Star? And then they put the North Star. Okay, okay. But what I'm wondering yeah, is... Yeah, I forget what that was called, but I know it was... It, it, had, it had, like, its own, you know, one-off name weird, or something, yeah. TS, probably. But that thing, um, it sucked, because it was Cadillac's V8, which made yes. less power, was less <laughs> reliable. Yeah, it was dual overhead cam. Who cares if, an, you know, pushrod LS is going to be mm-hmm. cheaper, faster, better more reliable, all of that kind of stuff. But I wonder if they're going to do something like that in the future. Because mm-hmm. that could be really cool. I could see GM doing that if they wanted to make... It just depends with, like, internal competitions. XLR. Like that. That's what it was. XLR, called. that's what it was, yeah. It was... I don't... It looks kind of weird, too. Because you can tell, like, the like the proportions are of that, of yeah. a... Or of a... Corvette. Corvette. Oh yeah, because it's low and... Yeah, it's like the hood's, like, the exact yeah. right length and, like, the little... The compartment with the driver's in... Like it has the same dimensions, but it's, like, with that really, like, crease-heavy... Yeah, um, that design Cadillac. language they had a few years yeah. ago. Even now, to a certain extent. Yeah, but it's still kind of like that. I want to see that engine and other stuff, because I think it's really, really cool. And as far it's as I know, sweet, it's only yeah. going in the CT6, hmm. which seems like... It's like a whiz, yeah. Yeah, here's what I'm thinking. It's GM. Well, like, big companies don't ever always make the best decisions all the time. Some are better <laughs> than others, but I'm like, 
I highly doubt they developed this engine just for one car. So I don't know what they're going to do yeah, next. Yeah, that, that seemed, yeah. But then the other thing on that is, the, okay, so like I said, the ATS, they used to have the eight, you know, you have an ATS, which is like, you know, your normal sedan, like two liter V6, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you'd have an ATS, like V Sport, which had like a bigger engine and it was, it wasn't the fastest one, but it was like, you know, bigger wheels, sporty lines, stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. just kind of like a trim package. And then you had the ATS, like the V, which was the twin turbo v6 you know that kind of thing and then the cts the turbo v8 or supercharged v8 and stuff like that what i'm wondering is um the new v models that i've seen coming out of the ct4 and ct5 are not really that fast they, they have mm. way less power than the old one mm. so what i'm wondering is i don't know if it'll fit but if they can shoehorn that v8 into those <laughs> that would be really impressive yeah i mean bmw put a v8 in the three series so yeah. if they can fit that blackwing thing into one of those little tiny you know, small executive sedan things. That's a recipe for a very insane car. A bla- the Blackwing? That's a very cool name for it. It's a great name. Way better than Northstar, I'll tell you that. Oh my god, Northstar. <laughs> and I forgot the name behind Northstar. It came from something, and it was literally just like the North Star. And mm-hmm. it, it, it had some lineage back to... One of those things where it's like Buick puts those stupid vents on the side of their cars. The kind of things that you can go buy at O'Reilly's that look really... Oh, crap. like the on the yes, but they come from the factory because uh-huh. it was it was called like a porta vent. It was okay. that's probably wrong, but it was like a factory thing that they used to put on Buicks in like the 30s and 40s <laughs> and 50s because that was part of their design language. But now it looks stupid. Yeah, I think that was the same thing with the North Star name. It's something that no one would remember anymore. Even the oldest people in society <laughs> don't go, "Oh, I remember that." And also, no one who's like say 65 to 70 going to buy a Buick is going to see the one that's based on the Chevy Cruze and go, oh, it's got port events or whatever they're called. <laughs> that means it's a luxury item. had them back in, the, back oh in my, my day. Yeah, back in my day, that kind of thing. So I don't know. They'll, they'll get their stuff together, but that engine should not be wasted. Do you know who recently of our friends purchased a new car? Was it you? No. No. They're in this house. Her? No. Brand new? I believe it's brand new, yes. It's brand new. What sort of car is it? Yeah, okay. Ethan did. Purchased a new car, right? Or his parents probably purchased a car. Oh, that's for him. cool. Is it a new Mustang? I wish. Guess what he got? Is it a truck? No. Is it American? No. Is it European? No. Is it Asian? Yes. Is it Japanese? Yes. Is it rear wheel drive? No. This is front wheel drive. It's not all wheel drive. No. It's, it's front wheel drive. Yes. Is it automatic? Obviously. Yes. Is it well, a Camry? No. Is it's it... a Nissan. Oh. What is it? What is it? Oh, no. I like it? how we just hate Nissan on this. I on just this don't... Show. The only thing I like that they make is the 370 and the GTR, and those are old. Anyway. Yeah. That's my whole bit on Nissan. It's Please don't say it's an Altima. It's not an Altima. Thank Christ. Is it a Sentra? It's a Kix. He has a Kix? He has a Kix. Oh, Kicks. no. It's Juke 2.0. I know. That's oh. exactly what I thought. Uh, I, like, I dated a girl who had a juke no. it was the worst thing I've ever driven in my life you get in it and the thing flops around like it's made of lettuce you drive, you put your foot down, the CVT hums and it doesn't move you sit in it, it's an SUV and it barely has enough height room for me and I'm 5'6 it's, it's like oh, okay, okay, before I dog on it too much, I think as far as little crossovers go especially compared to the juke it actually looks okay I, I don't like Nissan's design. I don't either. Like, but I think all of their cars 
don't look great. That Does it is look definitely, ugly? No, but that is I not the weakest one great. though. Still, I still I still maintain that is not the weakest looking car in their lineup though. Mm, what do you think is the weakest looking Sentra? Well, actually, no. The thing is, they just redesigned their whole any SUV they make. I think is ugly. That yeah. one is the one that's okay looking. I think of the right. of the cross. I said SUVs crossovers. The sedans are all good. New Maxima looks okay. New Altima actually looks pretty good. I think it looks kind of racy. Mm. I think they're doing all this stuff way too late. They should have redesigned their cars years ago because they were just boring for so long. Yeah. The Sentra actually looks good, the new one, and I think they're doing like a R. They used to do kind of a hot one back in the day. I don't know if they're still going to do that. Kind of like a Civic Si type of thing. I don't know if that's coming. I don't know if it's just going to be a CVT with like an R badge and like chrome wheels. Like I don't know. I don't know what that means to Nissan anymore. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, I like the Versa because it's cheap and it looks decent. And it, it, here's the problem I have with Nissan cars, okay? The Versa's the only one in the lineup that I genuinely like. Apart from the sports cars, that, mm-hmm. those are separate, I think, just as far as normal cars. It's like yeah. Nissan seems to have this thing where the design of the car is not backed up in any way by the way it handles or <laughs> operates and stuff like that. It's just, it's like, it's kind of like, it's like having a check you can't cash it doesn't they don't line up and that's the problem i have a lot of nissan stuff it's like wow the altima looks decent i think it's a good looking car but the problem is you get into it you know it's a two and a half liter four cylinder makes a dreary noise has a cvt the interiors are horribly cheap and it's just not it's not like what you'd expect the thing is the the thing with that though is the versa Especially the one coming out. I think it looks kind of good. It looks a little cack, like it looks a little off. But <laughs> it's it's the cheapest car you can buy in the U.S. I know they have the Micra up north in Canada, but we don't get that. I don't know if we're ever going to get that in this country. Mm-hmm. I mean, gas is like a dollar now, so not for a while, you know. But um, literally, it's like a dollar twenty-five in my hometown recently for eighty-seven. But anyway, that being said, it's they they. I think the Versa. It's one of those things. It's like if you go into the dealership and you want a good cheap car. It's great. The Mitsubishi Mirage, like we talked about it last week, it sucks. Yeah. Dynamically, it's not. If you good. want a bad cheap car, get a get a Mirage. It'll be real cheap. <laughs> yeah. But if, the, you do get. What's on your priority? Cheap or okay? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing with the thing I have with the Versa is it's like you get it. It has a decent amount of like kit. It's super cheap. You get a CVT. You can get a manual. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they handle really well, but it's like you kind of get what it says on the box is what you get. Yeah. And it's real cut and dry. But the yeah. other ones, they, they don't match. And that's the problem I've always had with Nissan forever. They used to do some cool stuff. Like, they used to have the Maxima uh, 4 DSE, the four-door sports car, mm-hmm. stuff like that. They used to do, like, hot Sentras, you know, yeah. like, you know, IRS, which they didn't have for the longest time in cheap cars. And then mm-hmm. they just stopped doing all that. And now they have all this crap. I don't know. I, the th- I think the kicks, though. I know I went off topic on that, but that's my whole problem with Nissan. The 370's cool. They need to redesign it. It's too old. They have a, they've done a bunch of stuff with Infinity. They need to bring it over. Yeah. And then the R35 Nissan are like, oh, it's fine that it's an older car. That's what we're doing. It makes no sense. The, the old Skyline, they came out with a new one every five, seven years like any other car. Yeah. That's all bullshit to me. But the Kicks, I think, is okay looking. That one's, I think, one of the ones where it doesn't have that much of a problem. It looks all right. I, I don't like how Nissan does their grills. I no, don't know. I think it's not good Maybe looking. Maybe I'm... Um, Okay, glad I'm not the only one. No. It's like it's got this like weird chrome smile on yeah. it, and it kind of it doesn't even look like the mouth of the car to me. It looks like the schnoz. Yes, it, it looks does. like a nose. It's like a nose. It looks like a big nose. That's the other thing. I know I've said on this a lot. 
oh, that looks like something I designed on automation. Uh -huh. That looks like something I designed on automation because none of the body lines match. It doesn't <laughs> fit. It's like they just stuck a grill on there and they go, oh, yep, that's no. good enough. We'll import that into Beam and drive it around and sell it and put it on sale. For okay, so the engine in this, I was looking at it. It's a 1.6. Like, yeah, it's a yeah, 1.6. Which they have in the like Versa. It's tiny. 125 horsepower. That's better than I was Not expecting. great, but okay. Um, but I'm thinking, like, this is like a crossover. It, it might be heavy. Yes. And it might not be able to push that kind of weight around. Yeah. But I was looking at the weight, and it says it's uh, 2,400 pounds to 2,500 pounds. What? And I'm, I saw, I was like, what the fuck? That's so light. That's like as much as your Miata. It's a little heavier, but, but almost. Not by much. What how, do they make they it at? That? Tin foil. Is, is it all styrofoam? Tin foil. And that, what, are the, what did I say about the four or 500 interior? The plastic you get inside of chocolate tins is, and cookie tins. Is that what it's made of? This is of? what's on Wikipedia. It, it's startling to me, that number. I, I, I almost want to check it somewhere. It's so light, man. I would, we might go see what it says on the sticker if we go out and ask him. Yeah. Hey, let's see your new car. We might do that after this. And that'd be we'll fun, tweet about yeah. it or something. But honestly, okay, you know what? Like, I was I was talking some shit on it, and I was like, a one point six is that? That's gonna be so slow. Yeah, like so the economical, CBT, but that's it. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but looking at that weight, I'm actually like, I kind of I'm walking back a little because that is impressive. You know what? If they're number. able to make that car weigh that that much less, what have they been doing for the past ten years? They've saved the auto industry. They can make that fuel efficient. Wow. I don't know. Why don't Why don't they make the 370 that light? I don't know because it's been in production for like 11 years. Make it that light, you that'd be monstrous. Like a 370, it's a smaller car. That light, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a bigger engine, but that's what 200 pounds. Oh yeah, I mean it's not that much. To, no. You know, make the 370. Keep keep like the whole V6 thing, or maybe do a turbo four, but make it as light as this. You can clearly do it. Yeah, do it. <laughs> Man, I don't know what I don't know how they're that, gonna. That'd be killer. That'd be like a Miata killer because it's so light. It'd be you know the FRS. Like if they made a car like that, they could absolutely take over Toyota's sports cars. Yeah. Again, because like we said last week, Toyota doesn't make their own sports cars anymore. Mm -hmm. Other people do, which means to me they're not that into it. Yeah. If Toyota came out with a new MR2. I don't know what it'd be based on that someone else makes. No one makes a mid-engine car unless they did something with Lotus. Yeah. But the that aside from that, it's like if if Nissan can do all this stuff, why haven't they been doing it? And that's the other thing. Here's something I've been thinking of recently. A lot of car manufacturers they don't make sports cars because mm -hmm. a lot of car manufacturers are. I understand they, they're chasing the market. There's not a big market yeah. for them, so yeah. why waste the money? I mean, the absolutely. thing is, I think that has gone a bit too far. And the reason I say that we we mentioned this last week with Hyundai. Mm -hmm. Hyundai is has been up and coming for the past 20, 30 years now. Yeah. My dad told me he went to like international auto show when he was younger and they had this whole tagline for the Hyundai Excel or the Pony is this crap square little mm -hmm. very, you can tell very first car kind of car. And oh, the guy was like, great. one day you'll own a Hyundai. <laughs> I've had two. My mom's had one and he had a Kia, which is close enough for this. Yes. But the point <laughs> is it's like they had them and they're mainstream cars now. Yeah. They they have grown by leaps and bounds and every time and they mm -hmm. go, We're gonna do this new technical thing. Mm -hmm. Hey, this three D dash. Mm -hmm. I know that's super random, but that kind of thing. Hey, we're gonna be the last company to offer a manual rear wheel drive executive coupe or uh, executive sedan. Yeah. Something sporty, something different. They're doing the things that are different now. And I think I know they've had issues like getting the Genesis brand like launched and stuff like that, but the thing is I have seen more people who own them, like talk about them, enjoy them, and stuff like that than any other brand recently. Just in like, and I know like I could be putting my own impression on that. Like I'm, I'm just kind of like, uh, yeah, I've noticed a lot more of that because I'm interested in it. But the thing mm -hmm. is, it's like I've seen that throughout. 
and I understand some people just buy it because it looks nice or whatever, and there are yeah. those people, and I understand those people exist, but the thing is, more people nowadays, especially with the advent of everything having to have like a sport motif to it, or paddle shifters and stuff like that, more people seem to care about that. And I think a lot of car manufacturers need to realize, like, okay, yeah, we don't need to redesign it because, you know, it's making enough money still. I understand that. From a business perspective, I completely understand that. But why not do something great? Again, that's the other thing with that. You can design anything. Why not design something beautiful? And they come out with, a, like, a chewed toy that a dog would have. I don't even know. It just looks like a... just looks like it's just a shape. It's just something... Eh. The, the thing about That's the a sports weird analogy, cars, but whatever. I, they, they don't make them because they don't sell no. as well, right? Yes. And I understand that. But the thing is, I think that's a very good point. But to, I think something that they're missing out on with not making sports cars is in their ads, they don't have a real standout model that looks crazy to excite people. Yeah, they you don't have I mean? a halo car. Yeah. Nothing excites people. I look at Nissan's lineup. And nothing excites me in it. The they, GTR is the closest that yes. you know that we get, but that's like that's not even that exciting anymore. It looks pretty bland. It does as far it's, as like yeah. supercars go, and it's old. It's old now. And, and the like, other thing is, it's gone up in price since it's been out. Yeah. So it's now no longer the quote unquote attainable thing it used to be. Exactly. For like, because it used to, from what I remember, it used to cost though the new Corvette's what sixty now. Mm-hmm. But like you know, I want to say when the GTR came out, I understand there's inflation and stuff like that. It wasn't. It was like not that much more than that for what you got and i think now it's like closer to 100 grand for a car that's old looks the same looks where i don't like the way they redesigned it i don't think it looks as good like they put the facelift in it. i don't think it's as good looking it looks more like their other cars with the corporate grill and stuff like that yeah. but it's just like their halo car sucks it doesn't actually but i mean comparatively to what did gm do oh well we released a brand new corvette now i understand you might go oh gm's a much bigger company Nissan and Renault are aligned, as well as like another company. They they have the expertise. They have the French design for God's sakes to come in and like make something cool. Mm-hmm. The cars they're selling because we don't get them in the U.S. because they don't sell them here. Just you know they might as well sell them in Mexico. Like I get it and yeah. crash safety that whatever. But the Peugeots and the the Renaults and stuff like that they get in Mexico. They're really good looking cars. They're different, mm-hmm. and it's like the same kind of quality where it's like it, it's it's built well enough. And yeah, it's a, it's a cheaper car, but that's fine because it's like it's at least reliable. Yeah. And the French cars are not crap like they used to be in the seventies. You know, it's mm-hmm. a whole different world now. You have that there, and you share the chassis already across the brands. Why can't you share some design stuff? Yeah. Like, Kia, Hyundai, Kia hired people from Audi and BMW, mm-hmm. and they redid their whole car. Like, look at the Stinger. Yeah. Look at a Kia Sophia from ten years ago. Oh. <laughs> Like, look how far they've come. Even yeah. the Forte is a good-looking small car. Absolutely, yeah. Even the cheap one, the Rio or whatever, that looks great now, too. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, little things like that. They, they, I don't, what I don't are know. they doing? It needs to be, like... I, I think I think every car manu... I mean, this is... Because we like sports cars. We like cars, Obviously. Right? But... We have a slant on this, obviously. Clearly. But I think every manufacturer should have their, like, the icon of their line. Yeah. The thing that, like... You know, when all the, at the end of the ad, well, all their cars are, like, lined up in a sort of triangle formation, that car comes in last, and it's in front, and you're like, holy shit, that's sweet. That's sweet. Yeah. That's, like, the leader of the pack, right? Yeah. That's, that, they need those cars, I think. Cause and I think they're missing out on people being excited for the brand, because there's nothing for, for them to pull out in front, Yeah. You know? 
Uh, that's a, I don't, no, no, you're right. They don't have like a Halo. They do have a Halo car, but it's old. And the 370 is an old car. I'm not even talking about just Nissan right now. In general, yes. In general. Like, like a lot that. of companies are... Because I was going to say, the other thing is like um, Hyundai, you know, they've got the Stinger, or Hyundai Kia have the Stinger, and then the yeah. new Genesis and stuff like that. Even though those aren't super flash, they're working on one now. We yeah. mentioned before, like, they're working on some mid-engine affair, which mm-hmm. means, hey, we might get a supercar type thing from that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I bet it'll be really well priced, too. Maybe <laughs> I'll be talking about that instead of the Corvette That'd in a few crazy. months' time. Yeah, we'll see if, how that goes. What if it competes price-wise and like quality-wise and power-wise with the Corvette? It so can though. That'd be wild. That'd be wild. Hyundai boxing with, with GM. GM on a Corvette uh, on yeah. a mid-engine. Not even that. It's that weird segment where it's like could be almost a supercar. The only people who play in that kind of is almost a supercar. It's definitely more than a sports car, but is like almost a supercar. Yeah. Is like Porsche and Corvette. Yeah. Like with a normal or 911. Nissan with the GTR, perhaps. Yeah. With the, I'd say, yeah, I'd say the GTR is in there, too. But it's yeah. like Nissan. That car used to be better, though. Because yeah. I think that car used to be a no, lot no, more no, impressive. I, I, I hardly put that in the same. But Corvette, anymore, GM but. competes way better on price with that. But it's mm-hmm. that kind of like almost. And then you have a variant that's like insane. Yeah. So I get that. You know, yeah, like yeah. the GT2 RS. And then, you know, the ZL1. Z, uh, yeah, yeah. That's a Camaro. Whatever. The, ZR1 yeah. Corvette. That's what it is. And then whatever. <laughs> Nissan just has one GTR, but it's like, I don't know, if Hyundai does that, that'd be cool. But what I was going to say is, like, even so, they still have all their, like, the Stinger is basically the halo car of mm-hmm. Kia, mm-hmm. and that it used to be the Gen Coupe yeah. for Hyundai, Yeah. but now, now since they've changed stuff, they got to kind of redo that, which I get. It's going to take some time to develop that, mm-hmm. that kind of thing, so I understand that, but, you know, what do you think of when you think of Ford? Mustang, Ford GT, Focus RS, Fiesta, yeah. ST. Yeah. Not even the Fiesta, but just those three. Mm-hmm. They're they're all there. And I understand Ford's having issues with money, but you can go through like all these brands. Even Toyota, even though they're not their cars. Yeah. The GT86 and, and the, the G- Supra. Yeah, the GT, yeah. And you go, yeah, they make some. Lexus, mm-hmm. the LC is amazing. I understand yeah. that's kind of different because it's a premium brand. But Infiniti even has it, and Nissan yeah. doesn't because their Z car the Q60 it's called now it's the same chassis mm-hmm. they just came out and redesigned it it looks really cool it's yeah. kind of different and weird at first but you look at it and it's really really cool and it makes like 400 horsepower from like you know a 3 liter super that's a tiny engine to make that much power and it's super turbo and stuff like that that's but sweet. Nissan doesn't really have that which sucks yeah. and I think I think we're gonna end on that <laughs> just leave it with that. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll see how they come out of this because I know their CEO just escaped from Japan in a cello case or something like that. That's a great story. <laughs> um, but I think we're gonna leave it with that. Um, we've kind of we've had our we've had our time limit as it were. But I think we're oh, gonna leave it with that. Has it already been that much? Yeah, it's been that oh long. Gosh, we've lost it through this. One. I know. We had other things to talk about, but yeah, we'll get to them later. What else are we doing? Um, but anyway, thank you very much for listening. Um, like we said, check us out on YouTube. We got some more videos coming from like you know automation and stuff. We'll hopefully get the quality better up on that. We'll make them shorter. Don't worry. Uh, we'll have the full build videos, though, if you want to watch those. Those are pretty long. Those are like a podcast to watch. But, hey, we'll have those coming out. Um, we're going to hopefully do some stuff with that Volkswagen. Follow us on Instagram, at Uninteresting Cars. Um, and, you know, we'll be posting more to that as we go along. And, you know, hopefully get some interaction with there. And, yeah, that's about it. Thank you very much for listening this week. We'll see you next week. I'm Jacob. I'm David. Catch you later. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new episode of the Uninteresting Car Podcast. Is that...
I don't think we're gonna do that. But hey, it's whatever. So what do you want to talk about? What do I want? I have a few things on my list. Um, should we just get right into it? We just get, yeah, if you want to. I have-